Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of In the Ring with Acacia Kumal. This show is brought to you by Keeneland. Located at the World's Marketplace, the Keeneland November Breeding Stock Sale begins Monday, November 7th, right after the Breeders' Cup at Keeneland. The catalog is online. You can visit november.keeneland.com to learn more. Breeders' Cup in the books. Uh, it was just an incredible weekend of racing. Hope that you all enjoyed it as much as I did. Of course, Flightline, absolutely tremendous winning the Breeders' Cup Classic. Um, some huge performances, though, throughout Friday and Saturday. Definitely recommend going back and watching some of the, the trips of horses, watching through some of um, the other storylines throughout the weekend. But it was so great to have the opportunity to have such a spotlight on racing. So many good storylines, so many good performances as well. Now we're all in on the November sales and take a little uh, look at what's going on as far as the Keeneland November sale is concerned. Always one of the biggest ones of the year uh, and takes a lot of focus, particularly this year with the Breeders' Cup being at Keeneland and then everybody kind of sticking around in Lexington for the sale right after. So we have a special guest to talk about one of their consignments for the Keeneland November sale and I'll go through some of the big highlights as well and some things to look out for. So with that, we'll get right into it. So happy to welcome in my friend Walker Hancock, president of Claiborne Farm. Uh, Walker, obviously a, a big weekend in the sport of horse racing. Uh, how's everything with Claiborne Farm? What's the excitement level going into this weekend? Of course, the Breeders' Cup and then all of the big sales action following that. Well, we're so glad that the weekend's finally here. I mean, it's been a lot of anticipation and build up and it's looking, it's shaping up to be a fantastic weekend and we couldn't be more excited. The farm's been so busy this week with so many visitors and tourists coming to see this uh, stallion complex and doing tours of the farm and clients coming in to see their horses. So uh, it's it's definitely been a, a crazy couple of days and it's going to continue to be crazy over the next few days into the sale. But uh, we're, we're uh, relishing the uh, activity and the excitement and uh, really looking forward to the weekend. With the Breeders' Cup being in Lexington in your home, um, and you mentioned the tours that are, are so appealing for so many people coming to visit, and Claiborne Farm does such a great job with welcoming in fans to get a little taste of that history. Um, it seems like that's such a big draw for people to have the opportunity to come right directly to the farm. Yeah, I mean, we have a, on Sunday, I was just talking to the gal that coordinates the tour. She said there's a 70-person wait list for the 10 a.m. tour on Sunday and a 72 person wait list for the 11 a.m. tour on Sunday. So, uh, I mean, there's just so much demand. Unfortunately, we just don't have the capability to, you know, we got to be careful of the horse safety and everything. We can't, we have to limit our tours, unfortunately. But uh, uh, we love the, the that uh, so many people are so enthusiastic and wanting to come see us. And um, if they can't get in on Sunday, hopefully they'll stick around maybe a couple of days and, and um, see us next week or something. Well, of course, as mentioned, Breeders' Cup and then immediately following um, something that's also nice about having the Breeders' Cup in Kentucky is everybody just gets to kind of stay in place for the sales following. And Claiborne Farm has a, a big a big opportunity with the November sale coming up immediately following that. Can you give us a little bit as uh, some clues of what we may see of what some of the buzz is like uh, for the sales action coming up? Yeah, obviously the November sale is a uh, you know, the premier bloodstock sale in North America, um, starting with Phasic Tipton on Sunday night and then going right into book one, Keeneland on, on Monday. So, um, you know, people, this is when people kind of replenish their broomhair bands. They're, 
looking forward to or trying to find, you know, their next blue hen mare that's going to produce hopefully a Breeders' Cup champion. And it all, you know, it all begins uh, next week when they're trying to start buying these mares. So um, it's it's a lot of exciting, like, to, and curtailing right on top of the Breeders' Cup that adds even more, more excitement to the sale. As far as book one does go, um, starting right after the Breeders' Cup, as you mentioned, um, uh, selling those broodmare prospects. Can you tell us a little bit about the draft for Claiborne Farm and some of the things that people would be looking for? Yeah, we have four, four to offer in book one. We've had two scratches, but uh, we have a really nice warfront uh, weanling filly out of Naples Princess. It's the family of Hot Rod Charlie. So um, obviously he's he's already given her plenty of updates this summer, but if he could cap it off with a huge upset in the in the class, it might really help her sell. She's a really nice filly. Um, and obviously Warfront, uh, uh, people lo um, love to buy uh, Warfront still. So um, anyway, we, we're looking forward to selling her. And uh, we have a nice uh, mare for the Phipps's. It's in Fold of Good Magic. So maybe he can get an update with uh, a couple of his runners running this weekend. Mm -hmm. Really help her sell well. So uh, we're excited about, you know, uh, the few that we have for book one. But we really get into the meat of the sale with our book mm -hmm. two and book three. And just a lot of really solid mares from good families that um, are, you know, have maybe produced few foals um but uh they, they still have a lot of potential to, to throw a really good one and it seems to like you said you have uh, several horses that are either by warfront or or mares that have been covered by warfront too um and and as far as prepping that you mentioned one and fold to good magic at this time of year when choosing a covering sire and how that may go into the sale what are those decisions like especially for instance with a newer sire like a good magic yeah, I mean, you're you're kind of forecasting if you if you're a believer in good magic, there's obviously some good value maybe we have, um, but uh, you know it, it's it's kind of a risk reward that you whatever your tolerance may be. I mean, some people uh, might have the budget to try and take a risk while there's one maybe a more um, proven sire, but uh, there's really something for everyone, and that's what makes the November sale so compelling and really a, a must, you you must attend if you if uh, you're yeah. participating in the thoroughbred business. And as we get into the further books, you have some mares um, in fold to War of Will, Silver State, some of the newer stallions for Claiborne Farm that um, I think have gotten a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement, have been well promoted as well. Um, what's been some of the response as far as wanting to kind of tap into those bloodlines? Yeah, you mentioned we have a couple of War of Wills. Uh, obviously, he's been very popular. And I really think when people see their, we, we're offering a few of his uh, foals as well. And mm -hmm. I really think the public's going to love his foals. I mean, we love them here at the farm. We've gotten really reviews from other people that are, that have their foals in the sale. I really look for him to have a really high weanling sales average, um, which is, would be great going into next year. Cause the third, third crop is so critical for stallions. It's usually mm -hmm. when people don't really want to breed to them because they're, their first two crops don't run. You're really exposed and you, you don't have, uh, you can't really, um, take the yearling to the sales market. But uh, I think people are going to see their weanlings and, and not, uh, and see how this horse can, um, is going to be a great stallion himself. And as we've really seen a, a lot of growth in turf racing um, throughout the United States in particular, especially in comparison to what we see in Europe, I think a stallion like Demarchier is so intriguing as well. And you have some broodmares um, and folded Demarchier in the sale as well a little bit later on. Um, can you tell us a little bit about him? And obviously, I know Peter Brandt has been very supportive of him, but maybe some of the more commercial response. Yeah, Peter's been a fantastic supporter of Demarchier. He bred a lot of his really nice mares to him this first year. And um, 
he's he's really spread them all around the uh, the globe. He's had some in France and Ireland and New York, Kentucky. So uh, that horse is going to have a really big chance. I mean, he's a value sire. He was a little bit unproven at the track. He was, you know, three for four. Um, a career cut short due to an injury, but being by Dubawi, who's one of the greatest sires mm-hmm. in the world, um, he's really stamping his foals, and that's what they say Dubawi does. So um, if they if people that come to see him have seen Dubawi, they say this is like a spitting image of Dubawi. So mm-hmm. uh, if he can, if they could just run half as good as his offspring, well, I think we're in pretty good shape. And as far as the Claiborne Farm, Flag Bearer does go war front and just kind of his name is synonymous with winners. Can you just talk a little bit about what he has meant to the team and, and all that he has brought with his success on the racetrack and as a stallion? Yeah, I mean, he's been an incredible stallion, breed shaping stallion, carried on the Danzig legacy here mm-hmm. at Claiborne, um, which has uh, been so good to us. So we're thankful for that. Um, but yeah, just an international super sire. Everybody knows Warfront, whether we had a big group of Australians here earlier this week and uh, we showed them a few st- uh, stallions. They didn't know some of them, but they all knew Warfront. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's incredible, like the influence that he's had across the globe. And um, now that, it, you know, he's he's 20 years old, so he's getting up there in age, but uh, he's still showing that he can produce uh, champion racehorses uh, as evidenced by uh, Annapolis running in the turf yeah. mile on Saturday. Well, that was going to be my next question with the the presence of Annapolis and having something to cheer for, too. That has to be really exciting come Breeders' Cup time when you, you feel that association to a horse, given the fact that um, you, you're kind of, again, flag bearer stallion has really created such an impressive horse and one that I think has a huge shot to a, a big win. Yeah, you know, it's extra sweet because he's by obviously one of our stalwart mm-hmm. stallions, but, you know, he's born and raised here on the farm for great clients, Ramon and Perry Bass. And, um, we've seen him. He's that horse has been an all star since day one. Like literally, he he came out looked like he put a saddle on him as, as a day old foal. So um, he's been a superstar, and uh, it's so exciting for them. And I know they're 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 bouncing off the walls, just looking forward to Saturday. And I hear the horse is doing good, so we're we're hopeful for a big effort. Exciting time of year, Walker. I know you're so busy. Thank you so much for taking the time. Best of luck this weekend, and with all the sales coming up. Thanks, occasion, and I appreciate you having me on. A big thank you to Walker. Um, obviously, we recorded that interview right before the Breeders' Cup actually took place because everybody is so crazy busy this weekend. So looking forward to having the opportunity um, to recapping the Keeneland November sale, particularly book one, which is where you often see a lot of the biggest fireworks and most of the news coming from. But actually... Book two in particular is so strong this year, and I'm really, really excited for that. And even as you go on through the November breeding stock sale, there's so much quality just even um, as you continue on through the books, not just in book one. And oftentimes you'll see some kind of crafty buyers going through and looking through those kind of later books for a little bit more value. But I'm looking forward to following the Claiborne consignment at the Keeneland November sale. Some other big names that you're going to see in the sale as well. Um, Caravelle, a Breeders' Cup winner. She won the turf sprint wire to wire. She'll be selling um, in the Keeneland November sale in book one as well. So really excited to see how she does there. Um, just amazing how she's progressed through the second half of this year and uh, giving Tyler Gaffleone his first Breeders' Cup victory as well, which was really, really cool. Um, you're also going to have some others that are running in the, that ran in the Breeders' Cup coming into the Keeneland sale. American Apple, who ran, I thought, very very well being part of that hot pace in the juvenile turf sprint dream loper who ran in the mile and edgeway who ran in the philly and mare sprint um, another one that i thought was really intriguing to uh, to keep an eye on 
is some of the siblings of some horses that we did see in the uh, in the Breeders' Cup as well. So some big, big horses to keep an eye on. Hope that you'll be following the Kima November sale. I'm always really excited about it and excited about this time of year, especially as those broodmare prospects, those really, really classy mares that we've seen be successful on the racetrack come into the ring. If you haven't ever had the opportunity to go to the sale as well, I, I could not recommend it more. Even the sales grounds the day after the Breeders' Cup, everybody's kind of exhausted. But I remember it was um, in 2020, which was the last time the Breeders' Cup took place at Keeneland. Um, I stuck around for the sale afterwards. And then I believe it was 2018 when the Breeders' Cup was at Churchill Downs. Stuck around uh, for the sales for um, immediately following there in Kentucky as well, which is one of the cool things when the Breeders' Cup does take place in Kentucky. You can go right over and see all of those big horses selling. Really exciting to see them come, especially because oftentimes you'll see horses uh, in the sales rings that are young or, or kind of that unproven commodity, whether it's two-year-olds or yearlings. And then with these kinds of sales, with the breeding stock sale, you're going to see horses, some of which literally just ran two days before, and they're so fit. They're so chiseled. They look like such racehorses. And it's really cool to see that kind of class on display in the sales ring. So best of luck to our friends at Keeneland. Just a reminder, located at the World's Marketplace, the Keeneland November breeding stock sale begins Monday, November 7th, right after the Breeders' Cup at Keeneland. The catalog is online. Visit november.keenland.com to learn more. You can also watch the live stream of the sale as well. See you next time on In the Ring. As always, anything of interest, please send it my way. And don't forget to head on over to In the Money Media. Check out the newsletter. Check out all the great recap things as far as the Breeders' Cup is concerned. Thanks for listening, as always, to In the Ring.